a very dear friend of mine, Death Race 2000, on Sneaker Madness. Sneaker Madness. Sneaker Madness. Sneaker Madness. Here we go, Sneaker Madness. Hello, and welcome again to Sneaker Madness. We just got done viewing uh, Death Race 2000. <laughs> With us in studio, Stinker Studio number four, we've got Mark again. How are you, Mark? I'm good. Good? Good? I'm very good. Good. I like your less than Jake shirt. Thank you. I especially like the Lego men. Ah, it's awesome. Yeah. Lego men are always cool. Mini, what are the minifigures? Is that what those are? Yes. I don't know. I don't know. Cool. Lego men. Whatever. And we have, for the first time, Chris, our good buddy who has exposed us to several stinkers in the past. Including Elephant Dink Seeker. Yeah, Killer Elephants on the Killer Rampage or something. Kung Fu Elephants on the Killer, Killer Rampage. Rampage. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. a great movie. Yeah. How are you, Chris? I'm doing good today. Good. Good, good, good. Glad to be here. Yeah, well. So, as as we said, we just got done doing uh, Death Race 2000. Uh, was... Wait, what about the introductions for Sam the Man? Oh, Sam, how are you doing? I'm Okay. Yeah. And I'll just introduce myself. Hi, this is Jackie. I'm back. Yes, that's right, people. Hopefully hopefully your singing is going to be kept to a minimum today. <clears throat> well, there weren't a lot of songs in this movie. <laughs> no, that's kind of, I was kind of thinking that, actually, towards the end. Like, the non-diegetic music is very minimum. Like, yeah. There's a couple... And it was super groovy. Tracks, but, oh, yeah, yeah. The, there's some of the some of the funk. Some of the 70s... Hey, there was some classy violin in there. That, yeah, one of the that was that was diegetic had. music. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of inappropriate classical music in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when people were dying. It was like, all right, violin's hard to build suspense with. Mm. <laughs> indeed, indeed. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a classic. It's as I said yesterday. It's uh, number five on my Hall of Fame list, and it's ground zero for. Getting on board with the sinkers, basically. So, uh, that's that's what I have to say. What do you guys have to say? America, blaming shit on France for at least 39 years now. Yeah, the French, <laughs> the French get thrown under the bus pretty hard in this movie. And I don't know why. Like, what did the because French we actually do? Blame shit on ever since World War II. Everything's the French. No, I, 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 I totally get that. But why, why in this movie? Like, they wrecked the phone system. We know that. We, yeah. they, we have confirmation that they've destroyed the phone system. And the economy. And the, and the economy. economy. And that really set back technology because everybody still had, you know, CTR TVs and just... Except for except for the gal who won the first kill, or, or the widow of the first kill. She won a 50-inch 3D orgasmatron... <laughs> Television. It was a, a two-bedroom apartment in El Capoco. Ah, yes. Yeah. So it's actually like, but I like. I and think he, that all he had scene, to do was get stabbed in the dick. Right. Right. Yeah. He got. He gets Qaddafi. Yeah. He Qaddafi. takes a sword up his butthole. Yep. A giant wooden sword attached to a car. It's, but more, it's more like a giant bayonet. Quite yeah, I mean, to collect the car. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Quite frankly, that's what everybody should get for listening to an iPod while using a jackhammer. But <laughs> <That's true. laughs> well, what else are you going to listen to? The jackhammer? I don't know. Okay, so the first thing I noticed about this movie, before we get too far into the Gaddafi killings, um, 
It was like some 13-year-old had some colored pencil sets, and his dad was, like, really proud of the shit that he drew. Oh, I love <laughs> I like, the beginning of the movie where it's just some We're going to use drawings. your fist of lightning and your space city <laughs> that you drew around a racetrack. Like, this is pretty sweet, I, I've never seen a movie that starts that way, where it's just some random drawings of... Dead people in a car wheel? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, it's like the ass end of some child's drawing of a car with some random... 70s dead guy in a hot art, like a kind of Andy Warhol esque art. It was a 70s LP album cover. That's mm. really what it was. Ah, yeah, it does look like it does, a cover it, an LP. It actually, if it wouldn't have been colored pencils and it would have been paintings, it, that the Future City could have been the cover of an Asia album. <laughs> yeah, indeed. yeah, indeed. Colored pencils made all the difference because you know it. They were all America, fuck yeah, in this movie, so they couldn't be having the Asian album. Yeah, I forgot to bring my phone in. It's too bad, because there's a specific artist that did all of the, the Asia albums that we should mention, and I can't now. What? Whoop, the guy whoop. from the Asia albums. So you just mentioned him. Yeah. yeah. Well, Good a, job, he's, Sam. He's, he's somebody. Now we don't have to listen to more facts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Random. Because there is too much to talk about that just kicked ass in this movie. Random Wikipedia facts. The, yeah. The Sam show. Sam's <laughs> Random Wikipedia podcast. <laughs> that should be your own point five episode. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, I appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Some people like boring bullshit. And it's a fact that she actually has rose-colored wallpaper in her bathroom. <laughs> Which the, uh, what's her name? The Who's that? Virginia Payne's granddaughter has a rose-colored helmet. Yeah, she has a rose. She had a rose in her helmet, yeah. Which tulip, whatever that thing was. Yeah, I think it was more of a tulip. Yeah. And then, like, done. And then Tulip Queen. They never really go anywhere with why. Like, she doesn't have a nickname. Like, the she's rose the, navigator. Or the, the flower. She's just the navigator. I'm not her even sure. Name her name is Anne. Anne. Because Anne. when the, when the, when the rear prop plane is chasing him, the future plane, uh, that is then labeled the French Air Force, uh, <laughs> the entire French Air the Force. Pilot <laughs> says, the pilot future, the French have one crappy airplane. Yeah, they, <laughs> the, like, resistance left-hand man says to the grandma that they killed Anne. Oh. I've seen the movie five times, and it's the first time I noticed Anne that her Payne, name is Anne. Anne Payne. Payne. Mm. Virginia Payne is the, is the grandma. Yeah. And I wonder if that's supposed to be, like, a play on, like, Thomas Payne? Virginia Woolf? Maybe, yeah, like a... Thomas Kincaid? Gustav Klimt? No. Probably yeah. not. <laughs> that was weird. So let's go to the opening <laughs> scene, because I really want to talk about the opening scene with the Master of Ceremonies there, who has obviously stolen somebody's Pope outfit, <laughs> and then glued on some shiny fists or something. Yeah, and the, the, the lightning bolt fist. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which is the new American flag in this movie. Like, we no longer like Stars and Stripes. Now we have a Russian-colored flag with metallic paint. Well, it had the fists, and it still had the stripes. Yeah, it still had the stripes. It's just the... the, the it was the American... What was it? It wasn't states anymore. It was... America power flag. Uh, no, I believe... I, I wait, I wrote this the, down. I thought the America... The president was... says America is now the no-holds-barred, which we watched, right. with a fist of lightning bolt from the flag. And then he does the little fist thing. He's like, we are... America is no-holds-barred. And I was like, that's a movie. That starred... <laughs> well, it's, I don't think Noel's Bard is a movie. I think it's a saying. I think, I'm think i pretty sure it was a saying long before Hulk Hogan. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure, though. I, but my immediate thought was, you know, Hulk Hogan probably stole that from this movie. 
He's like, dude, we're gonna make a movie. Well, I think a lot of things. Pretty this. popular saying. Yeah, no, no holds barred. Uh, pretty popular. Yeah, yeah, it's not quite over the top. Eh. Which is actually also another saying. And did so does that mean else? that there's no grappling? Is that it's a boxing term? No holds barred. You have to punch each other. Is that what that's all about? No, that's. Oh, I, I would be willing. I think that that's a fair analysis. I think that's a good logical reason behind that saying. And really, they should be doing it that way because most of these people in this movie had like or, the most fucked up teeth I've ever seen. So a few punches <laughs> in the face, maybe some dentures for some of these people, probably would have worked out pretty well. Would it be the opposite of what I just said? That like his boxing has the Queen- Marcus of Queensbury rules, and so if no holds is part of that. If the no holds are then barred, then anything goes. It, it could also have something to do with maybe their teeth out. the mm-hmm. American Revolution with uh, uh, embargoing. That uh, you know, you, or not? Uh, yeah, uh, trade embargo. It's a hold on shipments, and the American Revolutionists are saying Dead. no holds barred. You sons of bitches, British sons of bitches. No, they don't. I, keep highly, I highly doubt. I, <laughs> Throw it all in the harbor. The listening audience probably has every idea what this is about. Like, man, these guys are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> They're now just coming to that yeah. consensus. <laughs> I was on board with these guys before this. <laughs> all right, let's move on. We got a race to win. <laughs> <laughs> We're racing. The, uh, so, speaking of the intro, I, I've got to I've got to read this the the introduction to uh, Frankenstein by Harold, who who is the. Uh, Andy Sandberg guy. Apparently, his yep. name is is Harold with the the kerchief. Is that a kerchief or a uh, it ascot? Ascot. I was, uh, I, I was, I was, it ascot. was actually a scarf. Uh, yeah, scarf. Because when, at the scarf. end, when they picked it up, it was just a. Oh, that's true. It was oh, just yeah. a silk yeah. scarf. It was a yeah. simple wrap around the neck. Yeah, with lots of fluff. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pouring out of and that guy shirt. totally looks like Andy Sandberg. I swear. I think he kind of looks like Fred from Scooby. Probably his dad. Yeah, it's both. His dad was like, my dad was a famous actor in Death Race 2000. If they ever remake this... Well, I'm sure he's somebody's dad. You don't know that. His balls could have been chopped off in this movie. Maybe. Well, either way, he... uh, This is how how it goes. Frankenstein! Frankenstein the legend! Frankenstein the indestructible! Sole survivor of the Titanic pileup of 95! Only two-time winner of the transcontinental road race! Frankenstein! Ripped up! Wiped out! Battered, shattered, creamed, and reamed! A dancer on the brink of death! Frankenstein, who lost a leg in 1998! An arm in 99! With half a face, and half a chest, and all the guts in the world! He's back. Okay, so Frankenstein, you know, when they told me that the guy's name was Frankenstein, I was kind of expecting, you know, some ugly fucker with lots of scars. So you thought he was the beautiful reveal of David Carradine was a beautiful man? (laughs) (laughs) David Carradine is dreaming? This this is no. But this is what I wrote down, is that Frankenstein comes out, right? And the first time you kind of see him, he looks like an S&M guy. Who's yeah, about he's ready to like rape somebody? Yeah, he's dressed like right in the butthole. Super gimp because he's That's wearing a cape. During the second sex scene, gimp, he yeah, keeps yeah. the mask on. Uh, I still think there's a part of that. Yeah, in there. a little, little creepy little, grin. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I can see that. I can oh yeah. See it. Uh, is it a creepy g- grin or is it just I'm showing my teeth because well, I am a, I'm more machine now than man. Yeah, but that was only in the beginning of the movie. He quit that about halfway through. Right, so that's just David Carradine's smile. I think. Well, no, I, I think <laughs> that was. That, that grin was part of his whole facade of you know, yeah. Frankenstein, uh, no. which apparently wasn't true. Because in other Carradine movies, he doesn't smile very much. He just sort of tilts his head sideways and walks around slow. And maybe says four or five lines. Yeah. But you know that Frankenstein 
According to this movie, he was engineered by the American government to be the best death racer ever. Ever. And well. that there's somebody in the ranks that's going to come up after him, which is why he has to wear the S&M suit, because when he, like, is no longer able to race, then they're going to bring in the next dude. Yeah. So, yeah, sequel. Why not? Why, yeah. why wasn't there? Because the Nazi swastika sweetheart... Matilda, really, Matilda the Hun. Yeah, mm-hmm. she really was stealing the show for me. She was great. Yeah, yeah she, was, I was she was. I was kind of disappointed when killed too early. Yeah, because I'm thought, like, dude, that would have been a pretty good. Like all the women, all of the women's in this movie that were racers died. Well, it, it is everybody dies except for Frankenstein and Anne. Right, everybody right. dies. It, it is interesting. And Anne gets shot and doesn't die. About like, what the, the women, hell? because it's it's an it's kind of like an exploitive film because there's lots of nudity and. And the navigators yeah, are supposed to give blueies to the drivers. But at the same time, women play a really strong role in this movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. it is very equal. Well, that was the thing. It was that the women are supposed to give blueies to the drivers, and then the men that are navigators are supposed, are supposed to, to, to give... Yeah, they're fluffers. Yeah. Yeah. Fluffers? Yeah. Isn't a fluffer the... Fluffers. No, fluffers are the arm that person that right. keeps the right. Right. penis erect. erect. No, that's a hummer. No. No. That's a fluffer. That's a fluffer. That's a fluffer. So the Hummers... The Hummers is the name of a blowjob. No, I thought there was fluffers and Hummers. The, 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 to keep keep, keep things the lubricated, they had to... Yeah, I think they just used lube to keep things lubricated. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like they're like, Spit guy! <laughs> <laughs> Stunt cock. <laughs> spit guy. <laughs> so there's fluffers and spit guys. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> yeah, because fluffers keep going, and the number is the finished product. The, uh, yeah. You have to if you're a, if you're a spit guy, you have to drink a lot of milk. It's mucus forming. Oh my god, spit guy! <laughs> he's got a tummy ache because he's down to half gallon of vitamin D. <laughs> the porn industry is just. I'm so lactose crazy. intolerant, but I really need a job. It's so decimated by the internet. The Damn the economy! They can't afford KY. Stupid French. <laughs> yeah, we just get a spit guy. <laughs> Apparently, oh, no. yes, the economy was ruined by the French with <laughs> yeah. the telephone system. Yeah. Yes. So now the porn guys have to drink milk instead of just buying but it, KY. It, it, it's interesting that the women play such a strong role, but like you were saying, that there is zero minorities in this movie. Right. They, zero. Like, they Stallone's they the they, most... Yeah, they touch that, because he talks about abolishing that. Right, right, right. But why have that Where are they, though? At all. So, apparently... Like, they're not anywhere in this movie. Like, none. We just have them off in, like... camps. Yeah, camps, concentration camps. <laughs> I was surprised they oh, didn't you're have, like, probably like, they wear a paper, you know, they've got one of those paint things, like, you know, when you're getting ready to paint your house, <laughs> and you're not quite sure what shade yeah. you should paint that wall. So they've got one of those, and then they're like... That's actually a family guy reference. They pull them over, and it says, okay, and then it goes darker, and it goes to not okay, and he's like, you're good to go. Yeah, but on the bottom <laughs> of it, it would have, like, your camp number, and they're like, just put it up next to your cheek and be like, camp number four. Well, apparently with the World Crash of 79, this movie... You know, the sexes became equal because we have women drivers and men drivers, and throughout the movie we've got equal roles in the media, and maybe not so much the government because there's only one president, but no minority. Who has a palace in where? China. Apparently on Beijing. Mount Doom. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's this lovely staircase with chunks missing, and it's like all shiny at the top and glowing. It's kind of like. It's 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 I think they actually used that Xanadu at the top of it's a clay sculpture and I think they used it in uh, Planet Terror as well. I I think it's a masterpiece of color pencil drawings. (laughs) (laughs) No, at least the concept. 
So speaking of, of movie props, we're going to segue into the cars here because I do want to talk about the cars because mm. it, it, at its core, it is a car movie and every petrol head should, should have seen Death Race 2000. Like you can't be a car guy and not be into that movie at all. So, uh, uh. Ooh, let's go around the room and say what favorite cars we had first. Okay. Well, well, I'll, I'll bring, bring it up. The Frankenstein car was a Corvette, which is very easily identifiable. Matilda the Huns was, wait, uh, wait, wait. a car. And it was Kia. painted like a alligator. An it's, alligator with alligator teeth in the front. It's called the monster. Uh, Matilda the Huns was a Manta Mirage machine gun Joe the Turbo. And I love that he's Matilda Mr. the Huns the was Turbo. the Carmen Gia. Matilda the Matilda yeah. the Hun. Oh, Calamity Chains was a Manta Mirage, <laughs> and uh, but the Nazi car, the Tilla the Hun, she had um, a nuke on the top of her car. No, I think it's like it's a, a cannon. rocket, a cannon. Okay, or a rocket or something. I think it's a rocket. See, I think you should tell people what kind of what the cars look like too. Okay, we'll get he's in trying there. to. Keep interrupting him. Machine Gun Joe the Turbo has a black Manta Mirage. Which I want to talk about the Manta Mirage for a brief second. I just want to mention that the, if you don't know what a Manta Mirage is, Hardcastle and Corn's car was a Manta Mirage. It's yeah. a kick car you build it in your garage. They're sweet as shit. Uh, and and it's based off of a McLaren 5. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, and then, I can't, who's Small the Roman guy's name? Who's the Roman guy's Nero name? the Hero. Nero the yeah. Hero uh, was a uh, Fiat Spider. And I was like... Because I, I saw it at first, and I was like, is that a Pinto? But then, you know, knowing from experience... I, one thought, I cannot, thought it was a rabbit. Yeah, no, one cannot actually cut the roof off of a Pinto, just so I know <laughs> yeah. from yes. experience they yes. have a uniframe, and they'll sink into themselves. So it, and, I, and chop your head off. Yeah. If you mm. hit a bump. Blood on the highway. Which Sam and I hit several bumps, and it's amazing that we have heads still. We got rear-ended in that car, and they're supposed to blow up in those circumstances. So <laughs> I, nice. I, got, I got rear-ended three times in that car. Yeah, it's, it's amazing that either one of us are still alive. Great car. God, that was a great it car. It was a good car. Really underrated. Um, uh, my my favorite car is is the Monster. I, lo- I love the Monster. I love the fact that it's a, a Corvette, and that it was probably the most expensive car. Actually, I don't know. Those Mana Mirages can't be cheap. Kit cars usually aren't very cheap. No, usually, they're not. To get into one, you're looking at 20 20 New. Now, then probably 10. Right. But still, that's a lot that's of money. That's a lot of fucking money. And what, what do you think was a, 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 the price of a 75 Stingray at that point? Eight? Nine? Eight, nine. Yeah. They're not cheap. Not cheap. With a $300,000 budget, and then you gotta have a couple of them. Mm-hmm. And then to throw all the bullshit on top of it, not cheap. So I, I love the monster. That's my favorite. I like the uh, Calamity Jane's bull car. That's my the favorite. The bull car's pretty silly. I like that it has eyes. Yeah. That, <laughs> the whole thing, I, I just love it. Which which we should also mention one of and the other horns in the front. great yeah. line that when they named the bull, they only got it half right. Yeah. Great, <laughs> yes. great line. That's, that's fucking funny. Uh, Jackie, do you wanted to say which was your favorite? I like the bull car too because it had horns and little eyes and it kind of looked like a cow. And... It's got it's got the the nose ring. Yeah. Why do bulls have nose rings? Anybody? Uh, so that you can control them. Like you hook like, them up to a trailer you grab or them and and shake their face. Is it an with... ox thing? Like, right. Because an ox is a bull, but maybe that, if it's pulling a, pulling a cart, it's a so dominant if it's, thing. If it's pulling a cart, it's an I'm... ox. If it's not, it's a bull. I am not really sure that the toughest men. Are prepared to walk up to a bull and start pulling on a snoot. <laughs> nose ring. I think that that's not going to do anything. I think you're going to get smushed. I think you're going to get speared. 
Which speaking Gord. Which, and it's Gord. Gord yeah. But you know, the reason I like the bull card the most was because her first victim is some douchebag in a matador, matador outfit no, with a cane with a red so sword. Awesome. And he kept saying it to Toro. Toro. Yeah, and then he would jump out of the way. And then he, he was he, like, he didn't jump out of the way. He, he was bullfighting with bull a fighting. car. Yeah, and it was, was freaking awesome. And then she finally gored him. The the clever factor in this movie, like, we're having fun writing this shit, is at a nine. Like, whoever... I, I could just see the group of people in the conference room just having fun. Drinking whiskey, smoking cigars, and making up silly bullshit. I think I think it's great. That's sure. I, th- I, I think that this is exactly what movies should be. What Have about- fun. What about you, Chris? What did you think? Best car. Best car of the monster. The yeah, monster suit is just so nice to look at. Mark? I actually like the Nazi car. Not because it was special or anything. It was so understated. It looked like a German Fokker that, with the camel on oh, the side. German Fokker? Uh, yeah. It's a German Fokker. An airplane. <laughs> they're so they're called Fox Fokkers. Germans. Yeah, called yeah Fokkers. because the, after the there's actually like Meet the Fokkers. It's a real last name. <laughs> I really made planes. Yep. How about that? How about that? But all the cars in this movie are super over the top. The and other than the jet on the top of that car, no, it's the just loose, this gray-painted, nondescript... Kind of looked like a Nazi helmet on the front with the one spike. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, the whole... And, and I like that they had the other German symbol, the, the cross. And yeah, the, the, the Iron Nazi Cross. Symbol. Yeah, exactly. I think so it's, it's like, Iron you know, all of their yeah. fans have the Nazi symbol, and they don't really go into that with, you know... Why are Nazis acceptable again in the future? Because, because minorities, minorities are not. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. God, I would suck in the future. <laughs> but I did like that car. It was nice. Well, some fun facts. I think mine would have been the favorite. Would have been Sylvester Stallone's if the guns would have been able to fire. Yeah, yeah. Then that would have been like hands down yeah. stealing the show. That right? knife in the front was so stupid, though. It was obviously <laughs> the plastic or wood. That it, was, it was wood, and it was brush painted too. It was like when it got oak. close to it. It was like you airbrushed the shit out of all these cars, and you get to this <laughs> knife, and you paint it with a fucking brush. Nice yeah. work. <laughs> so, and it wasn't even a smooth paint job. It looked like somebody had almost kind of dipped it, maybe rolled it around the paint a little bit, and it started yeah, it was like it had brush marks all over it. Like, in, in 2001, uh, or 2011, I'm sorry, a uh, Vol- Volo Auto Museum in Illinois auctioned off the uh, the monster. It went for $19,000. Oh, wow. That's not very much. Not very much. Yeah. Uh, But now a guy named Jay Orberg, who has a website, jayorberg.com, has the monster and the bull. And uh, the bull is currently for sale. Doesn't say a price, but the bull is for sale. Hmm. So if you would like to own a piece of... Cinema history. Cinema history. The bull is currently for sale. And run over small children in your neighborhood, which are (laughs) worth, I believe, 40 points? 70. 70. 70. No, no, no. 70. The under people were 70. Yeah. Yeah. No, the old people were uh, over 70 was 100. Were under 12 right was 70. Folks, and the imprints. reason why we're confused is because in the year 2000, they changed up the point scale. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was, what was wrong up. with 1999s? <laughs> I don't know. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Why the rule changes? So, uh, yeah, it seems cheap. 20K. You know? Yeah, it's like the same thing with Carson's Corvette. That went too low, too. Too low. I mean, it's still, it, it, it even, and it wasn't just strip a, it all away. It's still a fucking stingray. Yeah, or in Carson's Corvette, it wasn't just that, sure, it's a Corvette, but it was his favorite car. Right. How much did that go for? 15K. 
Yeah, Johnny Carson's favorite car went for fifteen thousand yep. dollars. Yep, they had it on the show. A it is times. the least desirable Corvette. How much Corvette, would, but would your favorite still, car go it's a C4 for? That you own, Sam. Five hundred bucks. That's what it, that's what the Bronco <laughs> sold for. It lost a it lost a cylinder. It didn't, oh, it, didn't it didn't run, and it still sold for five hundred bucks. Way to go, dude! I sold my favorite car for three hundred bucks. So. Or unless the Pinto was your favorite car. The no, Bobcat. no, no. You sold that to me for 50 bucks, the, and then we took a Sawzall to it. Yeah. That's, that's right. I'm not even sure if I ever saw that 50 bucks. Oh, I gave you the 50 bucks. Mm. All right, well. If, if that's with interest now, what is that, like, 75 bucks? Actually, I think Inflation, that I, you mean? Yeah. No, I think that you said 50, and I gave you 45, and we just called it good. I think that's fair. And a taco. No, the taco stayed in the glove box. Ah, Okay. Yeah, that's it, actually it just, it just goes with the car. It's, a sandwich it's, back then. It's like yeah. British license plates. <laughs> you don't you don't take out the taco. It just stays in the glove box. Uh, yeah. So um, Let, let's go to when we first see Frankenstein's face. Oh, wait, the, in the car, David his... Carradine is actually dreaming. Mm. Right, because he's this is like the second speech. time that you've really made a deal. This, so I think that you do feel that well, David yeah, Carradine like, is dreamy. Okay, so he had this like S and M mask on, and like you know, you can see around his eyes, and there's all this scarring and shit. And you're just thinking they're going to take off his mask, and this guy's just going to be like. And he even gives this big speech about like I'm like hideously deformed, and I've got a left nut that's growing on my. Chin, blah, blah, you know, and he's talking about how he's just all fucking mangled up, and then she pulls off this mask, and it's like, oh, he's like a regular person. There's yeah. a whole like, reveal, ugly. Like, a whole reveal with the music yeah, escalates. Like, it's it's heart- yeah, yeah. just before he stops her, Carradine, I just want to let you know, idiots. that whatever you do <laughs> is on you. Yeah, and yeah. like... Like, she's going to be horrified and then just throw herself out of the car out of desperation. She's like, I am not being your fluffer tonight. Like, no fucking way. Your face looks like that. I can't imagine what your pee-pee looks like. Like, is that thing all mangled and scarred? But no, she takes off the mask. He looks like a, a regular person. So she's probably like, kind of. maybe he's got a hooked He looks penis. like David Carradine. Yeah, he looks he like David He does not look Carradine. like a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> but she's probably thinking at this point, okay, his dick probably is not a squirrely straw. Maybe tonight will be okay. Well, there was mention later of others. Much thought into this. <laughs> oh, I did. I thought about it throughout the whole movie. What does this guy's dick look like? like? He's supposed to be like the bionic man. He just gets down there, grabs his balls, pump it, <laughs> You've pump made... it, and this thing gets big like a Nike shoe. <laughs> It's a handyman, Jack. Like you have to really get a lot of leverage here. He's like, you want some action? Pump it. You're gonna need to bring in somebody else. <laughs> I like David Carradine's back hair, but it's more like his ass hair that's grown up above it's his where ass. A lot of women get what is called the tramp stamp. The yeah, small got, of his back, he just has like a little tuft of hair. Like a <laughs> it's like, hey, it's weird. It's like, a, it's like a rabbit. It's like a rabbit tail in the wrong spot. It's yeah, it's like his body hair like grew up. It's and like they a, were it's like his ass's comb over. Yeah, they're like we're gonna do something with this, and then they combed it up above his pant line, and they were like sexy. And it's and it's it is combed like like an eagle's wings. It's, it is. It's, it's weird. Majestic it looks like ass comb over. Like maybe they put some hairspray in it to make it look good. And they were like. Dude, we're, we gotta work with he this. Is, he is the weirdest looking dude. Him and Peter Fonda are just so Which is so odd, strange. because Peter Fonda was offered the the part. I know. Oh. It, you couldn't... You couldn't uh, who, who else could you get for that role? 
at that point in time. Yeah, but Peter Chris Fonda... Chris Christopherson. They would have taken yeah. off the mask, and she would have been like, oh, I'm just going to put this shit back on. <laughs> like, I just want to look at the weird scar that's around your eye. They probably could have got a hold of Hopper. I was thinking probably, Dennis Hopper. But he's a, he's a little short. He is short. He's short. They probably couldn't get a mask big enough for Peter Fonda's fucking forehead. Oh, yeah. Mm. I mean, he's just such a weird looking dude. It would have added $10 to the budget to cover his face. <laughs> so <laughs> They only had 300000 not $300,010. $10, that's right. Well, Corman is notorious for saying, this is the budget. Any more money you want, you got to go get it yourself. Yeah. Because I'm not going to give it to you. I'm not even going to buy you sandwiches. Just go make a goddamn movie. Get out of my office. <laughs> Be back here in three weeks. Oh, and send me pictures of tits. Tits, tits, tits. Oh, I, yeah, I, he's I wanna, really involved in cast the women the casting. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm there. The dudes, I don't fucking care. Get that ugly dude and then put the face thing over him. And I, it'll it, be like, Corman's notorious for booby movies, but he's actually not. Uh, his his nudity ratio is actually only at about ten percent for all of his movies. It's just that he's made so many fucking movies that that 10% seems like a shitload of booby his movies. Boobie, he, he's done some some real booby movies, but he's no Russ Meyer. That's true. Okay, so for a guy, though, that, that you know, has seen, obviously, a lot of boobies, what the hell was up with the main actress's nipples? I didn't really have it a problem like, with her. I, I thought See, she should have kept her shirt on. I was, Me too! I think I've seen so many tits now that I'm just like, you know what, they, they're all different. It's like snowflakes. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful, Sam. That was, was beautiful. God works in wonderful and mysterious. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I was kind of like, handiwork. oh, those are some ugly boobs. I love when she's on the bed and she has to cross her leg to block her vagina from being shown. So what's that she's cost? like a contortionist and, and her, her entire back so uncomfortable so, far. so uncomfortable she's got her leg her knee is almost up to her face to, to cover up the vi- the vagina it's like the Hollywood stretch that we used to do in high school and Hollywood stretch? yeah we call well, it the Hollywood I was in Colorado and we had the exact same thing I know what he's talking about yeah, yeah. okay right. so me and Mark did not learn the Hollywood stretch go you, on you look cool you look like you should have a cigarette mm-hmm. chilling out on the beach saying hey ladies check out this sweet don't action. check out this sweet action because it's covered by my leg that's right that's right it's in between uh, yeah so it's her, tucked her behind ladies is all the way up to her chin and then she ha- he has like he, he forces her like his arm is forcing her knee to stay on the bed and then she She's is pinned. able to basically turn in half backwards and then yeah. and then raise her body, yeah. her torso to smooch him. She like would be looking at her own ass if he wasn't there. Pretty much. Like in Spaceballs, why didn't somebody tell me my ass was so, so big? <laughs> you know though, she could be like, dude, I bleached my own asshole. Hey, look at that. Yeah. I don't know if they did that in the seventies. I looked at my I think they had better sense than that. Yeah, like why do you bleach your asshole? Like, really? It burns! It burns! Like <laughs> what the fuck are you thinking? It's an asshole. Don't not get near that. Who no. the hell is down there going? That's a nice bleached asshole. Like ma- some. Why are we talking should... about this? <laughs> because I'm and you're confused. not supposed to use real bleach. Just so. <laughs> yeah. Public service announcement there. So let's just recap a little bit. <laughs> full movie, yes. Or full nudity, yes. <laughs> Boobs, yes. Butts, yes. Vagina, no. That's all you really need. No, to you, know. you can't. Well, uh, no. The, when they were on the massage tables, the bowl lady. 
she jumped up off the massage table trying to pick shit with the other I one. I think I saw yeah. some beef. And you can you see can, her. You can show beef. Her beef. You can sell her. You know, yeah, like you saw it. I'm going to have to watch that scene again. And then she pulls the towel over real fast. The MPAA says you can show Dinger, but you cannot show Labia. If you show Labia in a movie, it becomes NC-17. Well, this was before NC-17, though. But all you saw was the She would have been X. and Yeah, it would have been X. Which, whatever, Midnight Cowboy. Rated X. Yeah. Not NC-17. Is there labia in that, or is it just dog? I think it was... A, they they broke minutes of... You can only <laughs> like, have so dog. much. Uh, and then the subject matter as well. So, like, there was a multitude of reasons, but they're like, this is rated X. And, and it's it's kind of weird, because I've seen that movie... I was expecting it to be a porno, and it I, is I was not. It, to be a porno. it is not. It's pretty tame. It's a really good fucking movie. Yeah, uh, rating systems are messed up. The, the MPA. Oh yeah, that's the thing. You know, it's like one exploding hooker, one hundred exploding hookers. What's the difference? The limit to get a rated R film by the MPAA is ten exploding hookers. No more than ten. <laughs> they have a quantity. Of exploding hookers. That's how specific their rating system is. I'm just saying at the top end, they don't have enough ratings. Because <laughs> you went and saw Midnight Cowboy thinking it was porn was rated X, but it mm-hmm. wasn't. So there needs to be... Like, like a, a disclaimer. Like yeah, there, needs to, be, there needs to be a category of, there's lots of really bad things in this movie, but it's not a porn. Because you can be rated X and have, you know, sort of object violation or an Academy Award winning film in the same category, which is uh, kind of ridiculous. I agree with you. Yeah. It, the, like they say in South Park, hideous, deplorable violence is okay just as long as you don't use any naughty words. That's right. Damn shame. Yeah. Fuck. Fucking French. It's their <laughs> fucking fault. God, God, is. God damn sons of bitches. This reminds me that I need to start calling them Freedom Fries again. Oh, I yeah. I forgot. Oh, and I'm totally out yeah. on buying Nissans. I'm boycotting those bastards because they're... Owned by the frogs. Are they? I didn't know that. Nissan's owned by Reno. You know what? I'm not going to buy a Nissan because they're pieces of shit. I am not going to buy a Nissan because they're pieces of shit. (laughs) I've owned a Datsun. Never again. Yeah. Yeah. They they recalled all of their own car at one point. They said, nobody can have this car. (laughs) car. It is such a piece of shit. Give it all back to us. We'll give you your money back. Okay, so one of my favorite parts of this movie, I'm going to bust in here because we're kind of getting a little off track. Oh, that's fine. Um... Was when they have geriatrics day at the old folks' home. <laughs> geriatrics euthanasia day at oh, the geriatrics. Thank okay, you. Well, there you go. Where they're at this Mercy Hospital and they're just wheeling the old folks down the road. They're like, yeah, old folks points. You know, they they kind of made it, you know, across the road. You think they would have lined them all up in a straight line? Ah, yeah, more points that way. Yeah, a little less damage. I was hoping he was going to do like a side spin into them all and wipe them all out. Oh, that would have been cool. Not in their budget. No, no, side spins. He, he was not that good of a driver. But the, uh, the the plot twist there was delightful. No, at the at the end, the the no, whole the hospital. Oh, oh, then oh, he doesn't yeah. taco the old people because you do expect him to taco the old people, right? And I love that the old people are like they're not either they're on not drugs sad, or they're they're, not they're just happy. they're happy to be outside. It's like right. yeah, it's nice oh, out here. Feels so nice. Yeah. Well, I was actually thinking about it because they have them kind of lined up, and no, there's no possible way that you're going to be able to run over all of them. Right. Oh, you can do it. You can do a power. You can do a power, power slide and get about eighty yeah. percent of them. Right. 
But I was thinking, well, if they did line them up, that thing would have got high-centered on old people. So Maybe. it's really just like... <laughs> well, I was thinking, those wheelchairs are going to cost you. You could get all of them. Yeah. That's a corvette. That's fiberglass. Yeah. And the wheelchair is going to go right through the middle of that. If you did two passes, you could probably get them all, but... Maybe maybe old people are like bowling pins, and there's collateral damage, like the wheelchairs, taco, and a, that's an interesting scoring question. Right. Mm-hmm. If, yeah, if collateral that, damage, yeah. do you get points? I would imagine that you do. Just as so you could actually yeah. like run into a uh, large like a set of dominoes or whatever, like human dominoes. I think that that would count. Provided everybody died. I, I think I think that there's some problems with the scoring system. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't like the fact that running over your own navigator only gets you 20 points. It's just the same as a normal woman. Yeah. I, I think your own navigator, I think that those should be like 100 points. You know, maybe there was some inadvertent sexism in this movie because weren't women worth more than men? Oh, they yeah. are. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're worth an extra 10 points. Yeah, men, a grown man... Under your 70s, or does that say that men are devalued in society? I thought women were worth 30 and men were worth 10. Huh. No, they're worth 20. Okay. Because it's plus 10, an extra 10 points with the new rule changes. Ah. And, uh, when he, when she's standing in front of the car, Anne, he's like, I can take you out right now and get 20 points. I thought he said 30. Yeah, Yeah, I thought he said 30 30 30. too. I'm, I'm willing to bet it's 20 points. But I also I'm thought that when, that. <laughs> if he was to run over his own navigator, there's probably a point difference between a normal woman and a navigator. So perhaps the normal woman is worth 20 and a navigator would be worth 30. Because it's your navigator. So it should be worth some extra points. Well, to recap the revisions, the 2000 revisions, women are still worth 10 points more than men in all age brackets, but teenagers now rack up 40 points. Toddlers under 12 now rate a big 70 points. The big score, anyone, any sex, over 75 years old, has been up to 100 points. No. Doesn't necessarily say anything about uh, what value men or women are, per se. Well, when Sylvester Stallone, Qaddafi's the guy at the beginning, he's awarded 10 points. Right, so they're worth 20 points. Women are worth 20 points because they're worth 10 more than men. I'm assuming that a navigator's worth 30. Do you think think the whole, like, remember when you're a kid and you still kind of do it, but like... You see somebody walking down the street, and you're like, uh, 10 points. That's probably where it came from. I would be yeah. willing to bet. Yeah, I would be willing to bet that that's, this is where that came from. This is a and you really always knew that old people were more. This you always knew always that. Knew yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. kids, children, mm-hmm. and especially teenagers, I kind of think they should ramp the score up on the teenagers. Yeah, yeah. Just, the just infants and children, nah, they could have been the 40 points. And then the teenagers, 70 points. Yeah, 70 points for a teenager. No and if they problem. had weird colored hair, piercings... They're wearing skinny jeans or if 120 oh, points. Yes, or, yeah. or if they're talking at all, if they open their mouth once, Other than a 10 scream, points. As the car runs them over. No, I don't want to hear them at all. I just don't <laughs> want to hear teenagers. Just oh, but shut up. Shut up. You but you know what I did notice? What so I all just those teenagers of? listening now, we love you. No. 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 No, well, no we don't. Quit, quit listening, you damn teenagers. <laughs> Go get a fucking job, you worthless pieces of shit. And quit being so goddamn entitled. And pull your pants off. And pull your lawn. fucking pants Get off the goddamn lawn. <laughs> Why are you staring at me? <laughs> Just trying to buy a taco. <laughs> <laughs> With money that was earned by good, honest labor. Not asking your fucking parents for money, you pieces of shit. And comb your hair. All right, we don't have time for this. Okay. We got a race to win. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I just had this thought. Okay, so Sylvester Stallone gets the first points, right, for Gaddafiing somebody. Yeah. And then 
when he runs down the fisherman later in the movie, mm-hmm. he does a wheelie on that guy's balls. Like, that car was the dick destructor. That's what they should have <laughs> called that car. Because, like, almost everybody he killed that you got to see was I, like, penis area kill. I think that you've just named it. Because I don't think that they ever say Mr. The Turbo's car's yeah. name. Yeah, the dick yeah. destructor is what it should Stallone be called. Stallone is fucking great in this movie. Yeah, he like, is great in this movie. He nails it. And from the get-go, and he, he actually just talks. starts shooting the fans with a Tommy gun. Just <laughs> amazing. Everything he does is just oh, solid. Gold. I love Stallone in this and movie. And he was like, it was like foreshadowing of Nick Cage because every line was either whispered or screamed. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. But you could hear the yeah. words this time. You could it hear the words. It wasn't like our, our previous podcast yeah. where we assumed that we wouldn't be able to understand him again. And so Sam would just... <laughs> yeah, he like actually enunciated in this movie. It was great. One of my favorite uh, Stallone performances of all time. Absolutely. One of my favorite lines that he delivers in this movie is he's talking to his navigator, and he turns to her and says... You know, everyone else may think that you're pretty, but I think you're just a dirty baked potato. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't even make any sense. You're a big baked potato. I wrote that. I wrote that down too because it's so silly. (laughs) It's it's a golden line, and that's and that's the fun part about like the Corman movies, where 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 we first started out doing all the the Globus Golan movies. Yeah. The lines just don't stack up to a Corman movie. There's no, so they much don't, to take away. I think that's one of the things that you get with a Glenn Globus movie is that this is the script. Yeah. With Corman, you have this much money and this much time. I don't fucking care. I don't fucking care. Go make it. And then out. he gets more talented people usually. And so I'm, you know, they have a good time with it. But Paul Martel probably plugged a bunch of shit into this movie on the fly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Shit like that line. Either yeah. that or Sylvester Sloan was looking at her thinking, Baked potato sounds nice for lunch. And then instead of saying dirty bitch, he was like, baked potato! Because <laughs> we were getting close to a lunch break and he was like, I'm so hungry. <laughs> then I'm like, alright, we don't have time to reshoot that. That's golden. Let's go. Yeah. Move yeah. Next Move, moving on. Did, did they ever state her name? No. Bimbo with diamonds? Baked potato. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of dirty silly jewelry, I love Anne's ring pop. Ring pop. <laughs> ring pop. <laughs> no, that thing was huge. Was it, was yeah, like, yeah. it was a crystal ball on a ring. Uh-huh. No, yeah. I mean, she's getting attacked by Sylvester Stallone. I'm like, oh, just club him with that thing. <laughs> <laughs> he will go fucking down. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I was thinking. Too. Yeah. You're wearing a globe on your fist. <laughs> just bonk him with it. It's all over. Lights out. So speaking of that, I think that was kind of the most disappointing thing in the movie for me because you've got Rocky versus Kung Fu in a fist fight and it just... It Rocky was gets his ass kicked. It was, it, all, it was all right. It obvious face in stunt kick, double. But, but he's yeah. also supposed to be a bionic man. Yes, he is. He's robotic. Yeah, so he's supposed to be bionic. It's really delivered. And, you know, Sylvester yeah. Stallone's character in this movie really was just this, like, pristine dressed. Yeah, but I've seen... I s- kill people in my car. <laughs> like, like, not really like, uh, Adrian, I he, did he shoots, it! He shoots people. His name is Machine Gun. Right. Yeah, he's, it's kinda, not he's Fisticuffs, kinda... Kelly. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Sam, could you repeat the Adrian line for us so that we know what it really sounds like? Adrian, what are you doing for the next 34 years? Um, but yeah, he's like got that gangster thing going or whatever. Yeah. Right, right. Tommy Gunn. And then he's yeah. going to force Stallone's head on the knife in the front of his car, and it, it gives a very clear view that this is obviously a piece of wood that's right. painted. Right. And it seemed like his head took a piece of the tip of it off, like the tip of the knife had some extra paint, and after they did that, 
some of it came off. <laughs> I, lo- I love the the dinner scene where Stallone's just got clam sauce all clam over his face. Oh, that, that is and awesome. And just finger feeding. Just, that's how you eat in the future. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Fuck forks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's for the French. Fuck napkins. And that's once again, the there comes the violin I'm surprised playing during the dinner. Hands. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a, Get rid of that piece of shit. Yeah. And before the dinner, they had like a groovy dance party. And I remember this because I, when the first time I watched it, I was kind of like, I felt like they shouldn't have killed Calamity Jane. They should have just wrecked her car or something right, like right, that. Right, right. Because she seems like kind of a bitch, but then in that, she's just kind of like dancing and having a good time. I, I hate the fact that they kill any of the racers. I yeah. love every single one of them. But yeah. then like later on, she's like, oh, it's been groovy racing with you people. And you're like, you know what? She just likes to be groovy. Yeah, you're all She's, right. You're, you're all right. right. It's all groove. You want to have a barbecue after this race, Calamity? Oh, I bet she and would be a hell of a time. She was going to make out, you know? She was she was going to miss the death trap. Oh, yeah, they made you wait for that fucking landmine thing. Those three-point turnabouts. That was like a nine-point turnabout. Why is every explosive device in this movie painted silver? Because that is true. Alex silver. Got to be, obviously, like, they're just telegraphing that they're... Uh, explosive devices yeah. for you, so you can't get yeah. confused that it's not a baked potato. That's right. The, the a hand, dirty baked the hand, potato. Gr- the hand grenade hand. has an actual grenade in it. <laughs> it can just look like a hand and still blow up. <laughs> yeah, the, you know? exactly. The double entendre of the hand <laughs> grenade. grenade. Yeah, <laughs> oh, awesome. oh my god, it's just such a good flick. Like, so much fun. Love it. Uh, yeah. So the Operation Anti-Race mm-hmm. led by the, the school resistance. marm who, like, takes off her trench coat and is now wearing a 1920 school arm outfit. Virginia Payne. She looks like a librarian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like... And she talks you... like an English person. What was up with that? Yeah. yeah, like, you're supposed to be leading this resistance. You look like somebody that would shake a stick at somebody and be like, you get off my yard! Damn teenagers. I know! Damn. Not like, I'm gonna rule this motherfucker. It was you, just like... Could you imagine French teenagers... Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, boy. Jesus. She wasn't a very good leader, though, because all the people under her kept well, doing their own thing. Yeah, and she's yeah. like, I don't support this. Now go do it. Yeah, what? Yeah. Which is it, lady? I, I she's like, got uh, dementia. I like Lieutenant Fury. <laughs> I think he's a fun character, is that too. Is that the guy's name? Yeah, Lieutenant Fury. That guy was easily the gleaming... He was like a shining beacon of horrible acting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, everybody else does a really good job considering... He just blows it on every yep. fucking line. Yep, and it's great. It's great. He's I like, like I want outfits. this part from a poker game. Yeah, <laughs> the, the corduroy <laughs> pants that are just, like, crushing his balls. And the, the giant fluffy hat. Yeah. It's I like half of a I, I can see by your outfit that you're getting ready for your mission. As he puts on that giant, like, wide-brim hat. Yeah, what is that hat? Everybody what, is what, It's existence. like a Dawn with the Wind hat, yeah. and he's like, I'm gonna be a lady. And you're kind of like, and then, you know, you see him when they get to this lady hat plan, (laughs) and he's dressed like a 1920s lady with this great big bride-brimmed hat on with the, you know, the silk and everything flowing in the wind. And then they do a close-up of him, and he's got a fucking beard. (laughs) And he's got makeup on, like, the beard... I'm so glad that you bothered to put on lipstick yeah, and eyeliner and everything. Shit. There's a lot of Wiley Coyote shit in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah, because, you know, like, the beard wasn't going to give you away. It's a good thing that your back was towards the road. In fact, and going 200 miles an hour. I think the Resistance yeah. is headquartered at Acme <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Manufacturing. Yeah. Because their next kill attempt was like, 
No, it wasn't an attempt. They freaking killed yeah, they got till the the hunt. No, they got oh, yeah the yeah, Nazi no. swastika sweetheart. They that got was her. The best assassination with, with, the, with the fake with the fake door the or fake, the fake tunnel. Fake tunnel. Yeah. Fake tunnel. Yeah. yeah, stood up yeah. on sticks, single ply. She wood. drove into you going eighty miles. An yep, hour, right off a cliff. I, I yeah. love oh. that's, that's one of my favorite shots in the whole movie. Is just <laughs> right before she goes over the cliff, you just see her go, <gasps> and then over the cliff. <laughs> I, I was like, that's actually like a really nice shot. Like it's, the whole fucking movie's edited well. Yeah, it, it is. It's it's a really actually it's a quality film. Oh, like, what um, was my first comment when we finished watching this film? Is I I turned to everybody and I go, "This really isn't a stinker movie." I really thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Like it was fun. It is fun. And then they're like, "No, this movie was a suck fest, but it was entertaining." <laughs> I love so it. Loved it's charming, it. but boy, it's not a good movie. Well, yeah, the acting's fucking terrible. I loved it. The plot, the plot. There so is stupid. no plot. Like no we, plot. This, our normal podcast is to talk about the plot of a movie. We can't. No, because we can't. it's race, tits, president. That's the fucking <laughs> that's, plot. That's it. Yep. And. Really, there's not enough racers. Actually, and there's race, not enough death, tits in this tits. movie. Like <laughs> money again. Okay, money so again, everybody yeah. was like I'm talking this up. Like, oh, there's all their boobs in this movie. Blah blah blah. So I was expecting some great, fantastic fucking. There was an alarming four amount sets of, of cans. It was an alarming four amount. Four sets. Of, it's not a whole bunch of tits. I was kind of disappointed. I'm like, where is four the sex women in, in this? the movie? There's five movie, women in the movie. I know, but like, I was like expecting some like super raunchy '70s sex scenes and like. There was you know, time like for that. all those boobs, and I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't even like. It's a contortionist kiss. I, I and actually fade to the next. Race. I don't like sex scenes. You go to see Carradine's right. butt fro. I don't know what you're complaining about. <laughs> sex scenes are Fine. awkward to me. I don't like viewing them. It's I like viewing them with a room full of people and being like, who else is uncomfortable? Because <laughs> I'm not. I'm just staring at everybody else, thinking it's, you're uncomfortable. It's like the other thing I never got was like when you're 18 or 19 and you can now buy porn. And so you get a bunch of dudes in a room to watch a porno. Wait, wait a second. This is not what I need to be doing. I have a Again, what boner. high school did you go to? <laughs> <laughs> I said 18, 19. You never, you never, no, no, that never happened to you? No, when I, when I went to the U of I, um, and the fraternity houses had like porn Wednesday or porn Thursdays. Chicken and porn Tuesdays. Yeah, or something like, like that. Well, I don't know what movie that is, but. Everybody got like their fast food. And then they all crammed into somebody's room. Yeah, you're, you're, and you watched a porn on some shitty TV. And I would always be in the back snickering and laughing because I thought it was funny. And all these dudes are like covering, like, they had their binders from when they were 13 and they've got them <laughs> over their privates. Like, I do not wear sweatpants. <laughs> I, do need, I do not need a trapper keeper in college, but I do need a trapper keeper on porn night. <laughs> <laughs> it's a boner keeper. It's yeah. a boner keeper. And you're just kind of like, Back there eating your friggin' Jack in the Box tacos. And there's and so like, many people crammed really into the room that it starts to smell. Every it smells, but everybody is touching each other. You can't avoid touching each other because there's just not enough places to sit. So you have a boner and you're rubbing your buddy's leg with your own leg. It's true. It is. Not I cool. only did it twice, and then I was like, "This I is so God, retarded." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, teenagers today are so no, much luckier because you know they can just stream it onto their smartphones, and they can just stay in their dorm room bed, maybe pull the sheet over with a flashlight. I don't know, but they don't have to to careen around a TV with multiple dudes. It's like, dude, I can just stream this onto my phone. I have my own little porn session here before I get out of bed. It's not like, there's only one TV in this rat house and it's right in Jim's room. Yeah, so I don't know what you're complaining about in this movie because I think it's the proper uses, proper usage of cans. Yeah. Every scene is silly. Where well, there's cans, the scene is silly. Their cans should have been flopping in the wind. 
Like like the the bouncy lady at the end of Teen Witch. Yeah. <laughs> they just they should sort of have him drive top. Or <laughs> yeah, well, right. no Malibu Might Express. Never get a dozen wear a shirt. No, it is not Malibu <laughs> Express. Yeah, that, and that's probably maybe the problem is that you, know, you had been exposed to Malibu Express before this movie. So I haven't like, seen Malibu Express. Yeah, you have. Yeah, you have. No, uh, uh, the Cody Abilene. Cody Abilene and the Red DeLorean. And the Buffingtons? Yes, you have. I made you watch it. No, I do not remember. Yeah. I do yeah. not recall. I was sitting there. We all watched it together. Yep. Your memory's really I brought short. it over. It's number, that's number six on the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I blame it's right behind this one. I blame the fridge, too. <laughs> and that's a great use of it. It's just like, what's, it's been two minutes. Tits. Get them on screen. And there were really any, there's like some sex scenes, but not really. It's just like, just pr- get your tits out. Yep. We're going to do the scene like normal, but your tits are going to be You're going to save no. this man's life by showing your cans. By showing your cans. Yeah. Great, great, great fun. I, lo- I love silly boob usage. And silly I boob usage is... is the fucking shower scene where the hell's looking at the camera the whole time. <laughs> She's like, wow. Right. I remember the We're first time it. I saw it, I like, call it. Roman on the phone because it's one of his favorite movies. And I was like, dude, the shower scene is like, dude, the shower scene is hot. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> she was a Playboy playmate, just so you know. Yeah, Penthouse, yeah. Yeah. She, uh, she got around. But we're talking about a different movie now. Um, hmm. None of the actresses, except for Calamity Jane, because she was a Corman staple. She went on to yeah. be in Hollywood Boulevard and uh, uh, Big Doll, or not Big Doll, Birdcage. Is it? No, not, not Birdcage, but the, the Big Doll House. That's the Birdcage. They're both Pangrier movies. Now, what, now what's the other one? There's the the. Is it called the Birdcage? Yeah. Okay. The Birdcage, the Big Doll House, and then um, what's the Foxy Brown? Is it Foxy Brown? I think it's Foxy Brown. Yeah, but she's in. She's in. Uh, she she goes on to do stuff. But the Machine Joe, uh, the Turbo. His she's navigator. in a lot of stuff. I never saw her in anything else. I can't think of anything. She does. Else. She's a secretary on a TV show. Like they're from the eighties. Like oh. I, I can't remember. I, I know that she's been in stuff. Huh. Well, she didn't go on to be one of a Corman stable chick. No, no, she went on to TV, and so did uh, Simone Griffith, the the female lead. And and she doesn't go on to do TV. Like I'm going to be a star of a TV show. She's uh, goes on to be in one episode of Magnum, one episode of Simon Simon, one episode of what about uh, what about Matilda the Hunt? I didn't see what the hell the deal with her was. She's she was fun. Why not more of her? Yeah, she was Spawn, pretty too. Pretty, she was real pretty. Yeah, she yeah. was some those yeah. some great A B cups. And then and then we barely got uh, any of uh, Nero the Hero's navigator. And she, she had she some big quick. cans. Like you only get like some. There's like one shot where it just opens up and you can see a little nip, but those ones never. She, she dies too fast yeah, before you get those last. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, if I could do it over again, I would just I would let all of them win. I love all of the racers. Such characters. I love characters. Uh, so, obviously, um, I'm pretty sure that it's a rounding, rousing, 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 rousing success. What? Raving success. Raging? I don't know. Raging success. Yeah, let's use raging success. Overwhelming success. Overwhelming success. I'm pretty sure, well, I, I, maybe I shouldn't assume, but I, I recommend it. I recommend everybody in the country see this This movie. This is a staple. If you like bad movies, I, I mean, people have probably just listened to this without watching it because shit. They've already seen it three times. Right. If, they're, if they're listening right. to this, you've seen this movie three, four times, maybe ten times. Anybody else? Any anybody going to argue? No, no, do it. No, 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 absolutely. Yeah, that's a piece of. If you're not, you're a dirty baked potato. Mm. I would. That's love, right. That's right. I'd love to get my hands on that goddamn monster. That would be. That'd be a hoot. 
driving that around town. Because, I mean, there can't be that many miles on it. Because there would be, like, people like, what the fuck is that? There'd be that one guy that'd be like, you rock, rock! You so much. <laughs> like, jump in front of you and then dive out of the way. Giving you thumbs up the entire time. How's your hand grenade? <laughs> yeah, love it. So, on that bombshell, uh, what do we got? What do we got coming next? It's your pick. No, it's not Sam's my pick, pick. and Sam's I was going to say Universal Soldier, but she wants that for her. No, you can have it. No, no, I think... No, that. no, I wouldn't want to get in the way, because I still have girls, just want to have fun. Yeah, but then you would be doing back-to-back 80s chicky movies. Well, I will find I something else. I was under... I was, like, kind of wanting to do it, and there's another film that I wanted to do more. I've been putting some, some gems on well, Netflix. Here's what I wanted to do, actually. You're going to roll the dice again with another bending the rolls? Oh, yeah, I am. Yeah, that's terrible. Uh, well, no, because I was... I was half on the fence with uh, that, but I think that, um, what is it with Steven Seagal, the prison movie, Half Past Dead. Oh, yeah, Half Past Dead. We haven't done that yet. That's, that's so, a good pick. I, I think that that's going to be next week is Half Past Dead, and you can have Universal Soldier whenever you want it. Okay, well, there's been no singing in this, so I'm just going to do this real quick. Girls on film, <laughs> show your boobies, girls on film. <laughs> oh, love that track. That's a good track. Uh, on that bombshell, get to the chopper. Mark, you want to say it? Give us a get to the chopper. Give us get a- to the chopper! <laughs> That's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. Chris, you want to take it a champ? But uh, uh, get to the chopper? Get to the chopper! Also good. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll catch you guys next time. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper.